This is IGN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is IGN. Shazam! Fury of the Gods Review The joyful teenage energy 2019 Shazam brought to DC's cinematic world of heroes was a breath of fresh air next to the dark grittiness of Zack Snyder's versions of the Justice League characters. However, it was Billy Batson's soulful search for his biological family, and realization that the family he longed for was in front of him all along, which helped it achieve more staying power than a lot of other movies in this genre. The sequel, Fury of the Gods, is regrettably missing some of that heart. This time, we see the Shazamily putting their newfound abilities to the test against a trio of deadly deities set on overrunning Earth. And though the Greek myth iconography the villains bring to the table gives all involved a significantly increased Pandora's toy box to play with, the movie stumbles on some storytelling basics that leave the sequel feeling less powerful than the first. Taken collectively, the evil daughters of Atlas represent a lateral move for the antagonist role in Shazam's story. In the original, Mark Strong's Dr. Sivana didn't have much of a personality to speak of. But his role as a power-hungry foil for Billy's, Asher Angel's, insecurities kept the personal stakes in focus throughout. By contrast, the daughter's titanic grudge against the Shazamily and the Promethean wizard, Jimon Hanzu, who empowered them, doesn't have the same clean hook. As a result, their plan to overtake Billy's realm feels overcomplicated for this superhero movie and its dependency on fetch quests and games of keep-away gets old quickly. All of that's before even taking into account that their ultimate plan very closely retreads one we've already seen in another DC film. The broad strokes of that action may feel familiar, but to his credit, director David F. Sandberg excels at weaving in fun moments to give this story a little more identity. Pausing to allow the foster siblings the time to speak up about how, even in the face of the world-ending threat the daughters bring to Philadelphia, they're still pretty psyched they get to fight a dragon as a result, adds personality to what might otherwise have been a dry rehash. What the daughters lack in compellingly communicated motivation, they make up for in screen presence. They're led by Hespera, and Helen Mirren's near-total command of her character's function as not just the lead villain, but as a steely, confident straight woman to the goofy Shazamily's antics is delightful. Her performance left me wishing Fury of the Gods had found more time to use those good, good Mirren vibes to better sell the daughter's personal investment in the conflict. Her sister, Calypso, Lucy Liu, feels like a redundancy for Hespera though her set of powers does lead to some of Fury of the Gods' most memorable action moments, including a creepy opening sequence which harkens back to the boardroom scene from the first film. But with Hespera representing the daughters in most conversations, Calypso feels woefully underwritten, and leaves Lou's god with nothing but fury to work with. Rachel Zegler's Anthea fares better as the voice of reason, and her steadfastness and charm are welcome in situations involving both her more hot-headed sisters 
and Billy's perpetually off-the-wall best bud, Freddie Freeman, Jack Dylan Grazer. Their power sets and godly lineage create opportunities for Sandberg to scale up the spectacle, but the Shazamily's imaginative solutions to countering the daughters keep that action grounded in the superhero wish-fulfillment that serves as the backbone of the series. Moments where the kids come up with goofy solves for serious problems are gratifying, but Fury of the Gods' action starts to feel a little tiresome going into the third act, where samey mythological creatures are dropped in to essentially distract the heroes, who get less screen time while Shazam gets to do the monologuing with the villains. There's little other than the kids' boundless enthusiasm for crime-fighting differentiating Shazam's action from countless other superhero movies. And the farther the action strays from that conceit, the more forgettable it winds up. As for Levi's embodiment of Shazam, the word that rings loudest here is consistent. The boyishness of Billy Batson still comes through clear in Levi's performance, but his occasional melancholy self-doubt isn't much of a substitute for the comedic goldmine of Billy learning how to be both an adult and a superhero last time. The rest of the Shazamily, those with and without powers, fall into predictable supporting positions, with little to contribute other than character non-specific quippery. Though the Shazam sequel can't sustain the emotional earnestness of its predecessor, it feels unfair not to acknowledge and appreciate that its shortcomings are at least unencumbered by the heavy world-building expected of superhero franchise entries these days. Even in the face of James Gunn and Peter Safran's impending DCU reboot, Fury of the Gods tells its own story on its own terms, and the missteps it makes along the way at least feel part and parcel with the efforts of a team trying to forge their own path, both in front of and behind the camera. That's not to say there aren't references to the larger DC world to be found, just that they are obviously not the point of this movie existing in the first place. The Verdict Shazam! Fury of the Gods is a breezy, often funny second outing for Billy Batson and his family of young heroes. Each of the villainous Atlassian daughters brings something unique to the screen, to the plot's mixed benefit. And Helen Mirren's performance stands out, but it's disappointing that the distinctive heart of the first film takes a back seat to that expanded scope. The lack of focus on its lead character works against Fury of the Gods throughout, but it's a testament to the strong foundation this movie's built on that the assembled ensemble is able to share some of that burden. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.